Welcome to the Extra Shot of Espresso podcast. It's your host, Andrew Corpin, and Michael Gray. Today we'll be talking about a few different things. Uh, some of the main topics are going to be getting the most out of life and what that means and how we go about it, uh, failing and how it can help make you successful, and goal setting. What is it and how it can help you? So just a little thing. How was your day? It was pretty good. Um, did a scavenger hunt for a couple hours earlier. Uh, got some pretty good Instagram mm-hmm. photos and then just did a little bit of a group project. That's good. It's always good uh, to get a little school in. Uh, right now we're doing a little spring break from school with some of our classes. So I only had one class today mm. and, and it was very relaxing not yeah. having to go to two of my classes. So uh, I worked out in the morning and then went to my class and then I had base, uh, I had practice later. So this is take three of this episode. The first two times we had a little, little malfunction going on with the app, with the app we used. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this, uh, this time it doesn't crash. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it will. I think third time is the charm. I also hope third time's the charm. Yes. Um, but the first thing you wanted to talk about um, is getting the most out of life, right? So, yeah, the first topic today is getting the most out of life. What does that immediately mean for you? I think it just means when you're older and looking back at any point, it could be when you're in your 40s, 50s, anything, and just being not constantly we're always going to have regrets but not being like constantly in regret of not doing something whether it wasn't asking the right person out or making the wrong decision going to a school or something just not having constant worries and because like that stuff eats you alive yeah um i would also say at the end of the day you have to you want to limit those what if questions with yourself Mm. I'm 19 years old and I have so many of those what if questions that you really don't know what the outcome would have been. Mm. Or even now, what if I started my travel page a little bit earlier? What if I went to a different school? What if I played even a different sport? You don't really know that those like severity of those questions until you do them. And hopefully I never have that what if question about something big in my life where it does keep me up at night. Yeah. But I think so many people just go through life just piling on those what if questions. Yeah. Yeah. And a big thing we've talked about is just uh, complacency in life and the standard American dream of having a family, kids. That, mm-hmm. I like your example of like a family with a happy wife and kids that play sports and are, you know, great in their academics, but and have a house and all that stuff. And, a and then come home to play with the golden retriever in the back. Yes. That was the key part of it. Of course, the golden retriever. But I just think that that's extremely um, it's it, I think it's important for kids to especially because we're both 19 and recognizing that now and kind of hoping I hope that this can reach people also our age to kind of debunk that myth. I feel like the American dream can be that. I think a big thing we've talked about is that it works for a lot of people. But I think that there's room in the world for people that want to do more than just that, you know. Yeah, I would even say more than just that, because I think that puts a negative spin on. Yeah like what we talked about that American dream. Cause if that's truly what you want, I think you should go out and get it. Yeah. Cause if that's, what's going to make you happy and make you the happiest, whenever we talked about that deathbed scenario comes, yeah. then take that. 
and do it and be be as happy as you can with that because it's really the only person that at the end of the day that matters is you. Yeah. I mean, in that scenario, there's a few other people that also, you know, the happiness matters. But you have to be happy with the choices you make in life Mm -hmm. and whatever those choices may be. Yeah. So going off of what you said where there's this American dream, I think that something that's very popular in Europe is to go out and travel in that year before college or right after you get out of high school and taking that gap year. Mm -hmm. And it really helps you go and find yourself and find who you really are and what you want to do in life. Because at this age, like most people don't even know how to do laundry. There's stories about these kids that have to have a note card that tells them exactly what to do. Yeah. Now we're kind of lucky with these Tide Pods, but I could easily be that kid. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have to go and probably by middle of your sophomore year, you have to make a decision that affects you for the next 60 years. Yeah. And if, if all you know is this American cookie cutter lifestyle, then you're going to pick, you're going to make these decisions that lead you to that, even though that might not be what you truly want. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think we keep saying the word complacency, but I just think that that's kind of what the perfect word is because that's just kind of like, it's easy enough to get, you know, a good degree and get a, you know, a job a nine to five or whatever job. And then just living a steady life like that. It's, it, it, you know, it's not that it's necessarily, you still have to work for it either yeah, way. But so. it's, it's, it's a safe route. It is. Yeah. It's maybe you had these thoughts of, of being something more for yourself or something that what you want to do. Yeah. But you just kind of go with the safe option because you think that's what's best. Yeah. But in reality, it might just be limiting what it might be limiting your happiness. Yeah. Which I think it brings the question, who's happier? The janitor that, that travels with his wife every summer and goes to these different places or the lawyer who's making $500,000 a year but can't spend it because he's working 12-hour days. Yeah. And most people would immediately say, oh, this, the lawyer is, but when we get to this deathbed scenario, who really was it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think the big thing is it's like with money especially, it's kind of hard because we all want that we all want expensive cars and nice mm-hmm. clothes, but can money really buy you happiness? Like that's something that I've thought of recently, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely think that people fall into that, that idea that success means a monetary value. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it does. Yeah. I think for most people, they would say, Oh no, it's happiness. But I don't think most people go out and do what truly makes them happy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, is a closet full of clothes, you know, expensive clothes, is that really what brings you happy? I mean, it could, and I'm not judging people that do, but yeah. I just don't know. Does that always just, does that by default fill the void in your, you know, your life, yeah. I guess? And I think that's why people go through these midlife crises because they have this realization when they're 40 or 50 years old that they wasted the past 30 years out of college trying to fit this perfect lifestyle and do and make all this money. And then they realize, well, it's, I'm not happy. Yeah. I think it, I think it takes so many people to real so to way too long to realize that they're not happy. Yeah. And I think something that's also very, very important is trying to go out and do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, something you brought it up when we were just talking was failing forwards. Yeah. Uh, if you want to like talk what that means to you. Yes. Um, yeah. 
yeah, so I, I don't know exactly where that stemmed from, but I think that that idea of feeling forwards, it, it kind of stems from my belief that somebody with like, when you have nothing to lose in life or just, or like when you're just like not being restrained by um, being scared of being judged or whatever, you can only go up, I guess, is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. You know, I went at my previous school, even though I have a few friends from there, um, a lot of people I know there, it's a very wealthy school. A lot of rich parents put their kids through, but a lot of them are just kind of complacent and they're just there to get their degrees and move on because they have a very, they have a safety net, if that makes sense, you yeah. know? And I think that can be good because a lot of, like I have a friend that just graduated and has a good job and that's great. But I think sometimes you run the risk of like going out into the real world and not really like you, you've never had to fail before. Whereas somebody like yeah. me who's not from a rich family, who's not putting me through college, especially a school as expensive as that. I think that you can only fail upwards. You know, I think like taking risks and just trying things like this podcast is something that, um, you know, even though it's scary because like, I mean, maybe nobody listens to this, but I think yeah. that it's still valuable to get the experience, but also just to try and say, I, I, I won't ever, I can't ever say I didn't do a podcast. Yeah. I think the idea of failing for so, for so many people is so much worse than the idea of being successful. So they never tried it Yeah, because they're afraid that they would have failed. Yeah. And especially something like this podcast where we talked about it a week ago and we materialized it. Mm -hmm. We didn't wait till we, we did make sure everything was perfect. And we have 14 different ideas to talk about for the next podcast. Right. We just went out and we're doing it. We have, we created a little strip for today mm -hmm. and we can only go upwards. Yeah. We can all, and we're going to mess up today. We messed up two different times on the, on the, on this app. Mm -hmm. And now we're like, okay, and we changed. And now yeah. it will, this won't happen next week. Yeah. And we're, 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 we're learning from our failures just to constantly get better. Yeah. So I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. And you, you have to go out and do. Unless there's something keeping you from, from doing it immediately. Right. You have to try to do whatever would make you happy as soon as possible. Let's say... You, you have, you're working your job, which is very stable and it's secure and it brings in, it's, you're very successful, but it's not what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. You have to maybe even wake up earlier mm -hmm. and try to start what's making you happy. Maybe you want to be a business owner. Yeah. Start doing that in your free time. Yeah. You, you have to go out and try to make the best possible scenario for yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think that that brings up something that you were talking or something that you've done. Um, you want to do something in social media marketing, right? Mm -hmm. And you and your girlfriend run this, I would say, successful Instagram page, yeah. a travel page, if you will. And you guys didn't really tell anybody about, about it, right? For a while, you yeah. kept it under wraps. But you guys built, you built it up, you know? Mm -hmm. And then yeah, um, now look at it, yeah. Yeah, it was something that we just did. We didn't have any posts. We created it and we took it almost one, we take it one post at a time. Yeah. Now we have, because when you look online, I think it says that like the first nine pictures, you should have your first nine posts laid out. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. Mm. We didn't travel anywhere. Yeah. She lives in Philly. I live outside New York city. Right. So we did the most we could to just start it mm -hmm. because you just have to just start doing what you want to do. Yeah. And 
I want to just go and be nomadic after college and travel. Yeah. And I'm trying to do everything I can to do that. Yeah. So I just think that's something that most more people just have to realize that it's so preached upon. It only takes you and it only takes one step, but it doesn't really show the work that goes into different things. Mm. Or maybe it undershows it. Yeah. Uh, so it's this idea that you should constantly go out and hustle and you have to be the best and you have to, you have to constantly be pushing yourself, but it doesn't tell you what that is. Mm -hmm. Where should you be pushing yourself? Where should you be allocating your time or different things? And they try to kind of oversimplify what it means to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And so with being successful, um, can I segue into failing? I think uh, one more thing. I just also want to mention that that doing going out here and making these huge risks and taking these risks isn't easy. It's way more. It's way easier said than done. Where it's very easy to be like, I'm going to create a business that makes two million dollars next year. But actually doing that is a lot harder. Yeah. And I think that should also be taken into consideration when you're doing these different things where you have to realize that success doesn't come overnight. Mm. Uh, and happiness, I would also argue, doesn't come overnight as well. Because I think success and happiness are kind of one and the same. Yeah. To where success means you're doing what's making you happy. Yeah. yeah. So there, I think we can uh, segue to the next the next section. Okay. Yeah. So, so with success, I think also, and we've talked about failure a couple of times. And the first thing I think that would be valuable to talk about is a time that we each failed. I mean, it could be multiple. Um, do you want to start with that? Where, when has been some time that you failed in your life? Uh, I would definitely say my sophomore year, I didn't make a baseball team that I tried out for mm. of high school. I didn't make a baseball team that I tried out for. And it helped me realize that I wasn't putting the work in that I really needed to. Mm. So I think we can like that could be a segue itself. Yeah. But I think that 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 kind of carried with me the rest of my life mm. to where I am now. Yeah. Even though it was what only four years ago. Right. So I think that's something where I fail. And I think something that keeps me from being a better version of myself is I, be, I almost become complacent maybe with some things hmm. in my life. And I don't think I follow through with enough things as well. Really? Yeah, I'd say something that, that's really like a problem with me is maybe just like sticking to different weight loss things or just sticking to eating healthy and sticking to myself and believing in myself. Okay. Yeah, that's something I think that's particularly hard. Like this is something I've struggled with too. I don't think that you're alone in that, especially with like weight loss and staying committed to different kinds mm -hmm. of plans. And yeah, like I think failure, I think you said something I liked that you said that um, that failure of missing the baseball team, it's going to stick with you, right? Yeah. And I think that that's something like, I know with my biggest failing point was definitely about two and a half years ago, being at a school I was miserable at. And it took me forever to admit I was wrong for even going. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that's going to always live with me, even though I still have scars from things that have happened there. I'm still burned by certain experiences, but I learned yeah. a lot and it's going to mm -hmm. always drive me like, cause now I'm at a different school and I'm probably at the best academic 
point that I've ever been at, you know, ever. And I think that just, I was motivated after leaving there and and meeting some of the people I did, you know, I do have friends there, but I also have people that kind of showed me what I didn't want to be, you know, that complacency we talk about. And I just wanted to thrive and be better than that. And I think that kind of like what we keep saying is that failure can, you can fail forwards and I can, you can learn from it, I guess. I think the biggest thing that we both just did was we admitted our failures. Yeah. I think you have to admit you failed to learn from it. Yeah. And I think that's, that could also be something that most people, a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Because I think it goes back to the idea that no one wants to fail. Yeah. As humans, we don't want to be, we don't want to be last. We don't want to fail. We don't want to be the worst at something. Yeah. But sometimes you have to be. It's embarrassing. I mean, I know it's never easy, even though my parents are not by any means super, they're not super stern about, you know, they're very lenient, but I would also say it's still hard for me. Like I almost feel like a dog with a tail between my legs, you know, when you want to, when you have to admit something didn't go right, you know, um, I was on the verge of failing a math class and, um, I was really close, but I worked really, I worked as hard. Like, I don't think I've ever put in that much work in a class before. Like, I I don't think we've talked about that, but I've never felt like I had Mm -hmm. to really push so hard just to pass it, just to get that yeah. grades it, nowadays now in this new school it doesn't really matter but that's an experience I'll also always remember just remembering yeah. like things can be worse and you can always get out of it I think that's a really good point yeah um that you learn from that and it, you help it helped create something that's going to stick with you yeah uh, what would you say is the biggest thing keeping you from doing the biggest thing keeping you from doing what you want to do well, it's, it sounds silly, but it is failure. Like, it's just, it, it's, we talked about how easy it is to be scared. It is scary to think like, um, if I, like, I still want to start a YouTube channel and your big uh-huh. thing is just do it. But I always feel like that's the one thing, like a podcast is one thing is it's our voices, but with YouTube, that's just like a you're whole scene. Dimension. Yeah. You're seen. And I don't have the experience. I don't know how to make videos or do anything like that, but I want to do it, but it's scary to just do it, you know? So if you could do something, if you were to set a goal for yourself right now, what would it be with making it YouTube? Uh, I mean, it would just, just to start one, I guess, you know, just to yeah, start exactly. YouTube. Create the page. Yeah. Make the page. Would you follow the same name as your Instagram? Probably. Yeah. Um, I think you would just have to make the page and visualize the success that it would, that had seen that pages, you know? Yeah. Make, make some edit, make some logo, do something that help motivate you. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing after that would just be stay consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to do it because I think this year, um, in case people don't know, um, I want to do some sort of like movie reviews. And this is a big 2021. It's going to be a huge year for that. And I think it's as good of a time as ever just to just to do it because um, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. So I think that yeah, I have to do it. The, the time is flying, you know, we're almost in March or April. So, so yeah, I think, I think one of the big things about this podcast is that we're going to realize so many different things about ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing, yeah. a huge point, because if you, if you listen to a lot of people, they, they talk about what they're doing while they're already successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I definitely think it, it, it does matter listening to someone that's successful. Yeah. But I think it's also something about listening to someone that's going through the struggles of it. Mm-hmm. Going through the struggles of what's what am I going to do to make sure I'm happy in life? Right. What am I going to do that's going to 
what I'm going to do for the rest of my life and what's going to push me there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we just mentioned it. Why is failing important in being successful? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only way to gain experience in anything is by failing. Yeah. Like I kind of already said that your first YouTube video is going to be awful. Yeah. It's It sucks to say, but then your second one's going to be a little better. Yeah. Your third is going to be even better than that. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're going to be at 100. You'll be like, wow. Yeah. And then you're going to rewatch the first video and be like, that was really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that, maybe the number episode 15 you, where you thought it was really good, you're going to be like, wow, that one was even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I like that point because I think sometimes it's funny seeing big YouTube channels, they'll watch their old videos and mm-hmm. seeing them react to like their first ever one. It's kind of funny because a lot of these YouTubers, you do grow with it as you stay consistent yeah. and do it. And some people are just natural. Some people are natural, but you know, your first one's always going to be inferior to your, you know, newer ones. Yeah. I think um, something I, I could relate to with that was I, me and my girlfriend post on a travel page and I think our second post mm. was of like us cooking this like French dish. Mm. And the picture was awful. <laughs> it was an awful picture. I think we like two months later, we ended up taking it down because mm. we just needed a post and we had yeah. nothing else to post. And it was really, really bad. Yeah. But we realized like, okay, we're never going to do that again. Yeah. And I think neither of us really have a photography background or now I'm kind of getting into the social media thing a little bit more, but we learned how to do take better pictures. We learned different tricks. We learned um, like if you hold your camera upside down, it helps get a broader perspective. Yeah. Or if you take if you take a picture close to something, it automatically blows the background out just to the focus. It takes a like look at the different food or different things like that. But we learned how to do it just naturally. Yeah. Yeah, you guys kind of are self-taught. I think that's really cool. Not everybody's a professional, even in like, you know, movie critics. Not everybody's traditionally trained at a well-known school. Some people just mm-hmm. do it, you know, as an amateur. But I think you can grow either way. You don't have to. Yeah. There's no right way to do it, I feel like. There's so many different ways to grow. Yeah. And there's so many different different avenues you could take to get to, the, to your end point. Yeah. Like you want to be a, a film reviewer, journalist type thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have this one way that you're going. Maybe you start your YouTube channel. Yeah. And it blows up. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to go to that next level of school. Right. Yeah. Or, or maybe there's the kid that is like, you know what? I'm just going to go to schooling and then I'm going to start it. Yeah. There's no difference in how you, where you end up. Mm-hmm. It just, it's different how you get there. Yeah. And there's no right path. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And I think, I think that that kind of uh, relates. Should I do the quote that I pulled up? So the quote that stuck out to me this week when we were talking about failure and and fear of that is from the song fear by Ben Rector. I don't know if you know who he is. Uh, Ironically, I didn't know who he was until I saw him in concert at the school I previously went to. Yeah. I think I was on a visit there and, and he was there. So, but the one song I remember listening to in the concert stuck out to me, it was called Fear. And one of the lines or a couple of the lines, I think it's, 
or it's just one line. It's I've been scared to death of failing, scared that I'd look like a fool and I'd rather quit than risk that I could lose. Um, I think that that's something that we can all relate to that feeling yeah. of, you know, you're, you're, I mean, I'm sure before you start your travel page, that's a scary thought. Like, I think you would mention, you guys didn't mention it to people because you're afraid, like, you could look people like are going to make fun of it. Yeah. People are going to make fun of it. But then yeah. you guys were successful enough that then when you did promote it, people can't say shit, you know, or anything uh, <laughs> about it. <laughs> My bad. You um, can bleep that and add it in. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but nobody can really say anything because even if they did, it's like, well, I have 1300 more followers than you have on your non-existent, you know, page on whatever. Page, yeah. So, yeah. And even though we had that idea, mm-hmm. we knew we still had the idea that people were going to make fun of it. Yeah. And people tried to. Yeah. People tried to downplay it. People tried to do these different things, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because maybe right now, yeah, it's, it's small. Yeah. You know, but, and maybe it just keeps growing. Yeah. And then it goes to YouTube and it goes to the podcasting and then traveling and then sponsorships and everything like that. And it's like, well, I'm where I want to be. And I took that risk. Yeah. And I did everything I could to take that risk. Or maybe it doesn't. Yeah. But I know I took that risk. Yeah. And I think that also goes back to when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to think, yeah. I wish I would have made that Instagram page. I wish I would have tried it. Yeah. And if it does fail, I'll take the experiences that i learned yeah and then just put it into my next project and what's life if not failing you know what i mean like what's the point of we're on this earth for hopefully you know 80 to you know hopefully 80 or more years it's Mm -hmm. like that's such a small amount of time i'm sure like your life has flown by what's the point if you haven't done anything you wanted to do i think that's our team and i think if you were successful in everything you tried it really wouldn't feel as good yeah that feeling when you're like wow Every time I we get a new follower, it's like, wow, one more person's following our page. Right. Except in some days we're like, wow, eight people have unfollowed and we're like under where we were last week. Right. But if we don't have those failures along the way or those bumps, then it really wouldn't be as sweet once we get right. to the end. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to then go to goal setting or do you want to stay on failure? Um I think we can go on goal setting. Okay. I think, so would you say you set different goals for yourself? I, I would say yes, but not maybe not with like movie review stuff or anything like okay. that. Yeah. So what would you say you set goals with if you want to talk about it? Yeah, like academics and weight loss is another thing that we've talked about. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I should have just prefaced that with, I think like you didn't, you know, obviously we didn't know each other a year ago. Mm-hmm. around a year ago this time was like my lowest point you know in life I yeah. think I was very depressed and I'd put on a lot of weight and I can't even stand to look at pictures from that time yeah Although I, I still have them because then that motivated me even when COVID yeah. started you know I okay. think you've talked about how COVID was a growing time for you I would definitely say it was and I think for me too it's like obviously like I wish the pandemic didn't happen of course I don't wish that upon people but this oh, 100%. Is, but the time was still valuable where my we bought a bike and I use that every day now like I make myself do it um and now I have the apple watch that reminds me and I think like I'm I think now I'm in a better physical you know I still have places I want to get to but I think right now I'm more happy than I was a year ago uh, 100% I think that I think that making these little goals for yourself yeah where you said you're happy where you are now yeah but you still want there's still somewhere you want to go yeah means you're still setting these goals for yourself but 
you're also not becoming complacent, but you're also realizing that you're doing exactly what you want to be doing and you're on the right track. Yeah. What about you, though? What goals have you set? So uh, I'd say immediately the first thing I think about was it would be the travel page. If we wanted to hit 1,000 followers by January when we first started. And I, we were, I think we were maybe like 100 off and we ended up getting it the next week. Mm-hmm. So I'd say we hit that goal. And I'd say personally, I realized that when I had that, that goal setting idea, mm. it really helps push me to be the better me. Yeah. So I started doing it in like everyday life. I created a little visionary board for myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a picture frame with a, white, with a white piece of paper in the background. Yeah. And the driver's like markers. Yeah. And it's just, it's different things I want to accomplish on a weekly mm-hmm. and a daily, daily like goals, which is like drink five bottles of water. Yeah. Make sure I stretch every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, read one page of my book. Yeah. And some like weekly things is gain 40 followers. Yeah. Uh, watch one podcast completely. Yeah. Create a podcast. Uh, do one post on Instagram. Mm. And then dif- and eat right. Be happy with how I ate five days a week. Yeah. And after I wrote those things down, it really helps push myself because it's almost like a promise I'm making yeah. to myself. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's pretty ironic because I think my senior year of high school, my, my baseball coach talked about to the entire team about writing down your goals and just putting it in the locker room, mm-hmm. whether it's getting a certain amount of hits or different things like that, because he says when you see it every day, yeah. It constantly pushes you to be better. Right. And I think that idea can be pushed into so many different aspects of someone's life. Mm-hmm. So something else that I think is really, really important is setting realistic goals. Yeah. Um, I think that you should really know yourself when you're setting these goals. Yeah. So that would mean like if you're creating a new business and you get it right off the ground and day one, you're like, in t- one month, I want to have a million dollars in profit. Right. <laughs> well, that's not a very realistic goal. Yeah. And you are just setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. So something I do is I want to, I wrote down that I want to read at least one page of a book a day. Yeah. Of like a, not like a, from something from school, but more of like something that's going to help better my life. Right. Help maybe enlighten me or help maybe change a habit or is something that I'm going to learn that's not school related. Right. Because I know if I have that one page, it's going to maybe one day, maybe that one page goes to 10. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that one day even just doubles to two. Yeah. Or one page just doubles to two. Right. But if I were to set that, that thing at, I'm going to read 50 pages every single day. Right. Maybe there's people out there that can do that, but I know it's not me. Yeah. I know that if I was like 50 pages, it's 1140 and I haven't read that. I haven't even read one. Right. And then you just go to bed. Yeah. And you don't accomplish that goal at all because you're intimidated by it or you just think, well, I can't do that today. I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. But one page, I think anyone here could, anyone that would be listening could read one page of the book. Oh yeah, for sure. No matter what time is it, maybe it's on a train ride or maybe while in between classes or anything like that. Right. Uh, Something that I think 
that I, right now in the book I'm reading is the Buddha and his teachings. It's just something I want to kind of just learn more about and just, I don't know, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. The quote is, our suffering stems from ignorance. Mm. First take, what would you what would you think that means? Yeah, I, I saw that you wrote that quote down and I think... I think it's almost kind of like what it reminds me of what we talk about in our intercultural, we have an intercultural communication class and we talk about how a little knowledge can be harmful. I almost feel like this is similar where it's like, you're going to get pain from like, from being like, there's, I don't know exactly how to put this, but like being blissfully unaware, I guess, mm-hmm. or ignorant to like potential thing, like potential risks you run, I guess, for lack of a better okay. term. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite, you know, I don't know if that's exactly what it means, but, <laughs> you know. Um, I used, I really, because the, the a big thing that the, it was talking about is that to, that life is full of disappointment. Mm. And when you, if you expect it to be sunny outside in 98, but you live in Pennsylvania during the winter, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> Right. Because you're creating this unrealistic expectation. Mm. So when you're ignorant to like being like what's going on around you, mm-hmm. you're going to get disappointed. Yeah. So instead of being instead of being ignorant and not aware and not really knowing who, who you are. Yeah. Create these goals that are accomplishable daily. Yeah. Maybe you have a, a, a monthly goal or a weekly goal that's a little bit more out there mm-hmm. and a little bit more something that you really have to reach for. Yeah. But a daily goal should be something that you can accomplish at any single point throughout that day. Yeah. And that's where you would stay on track and you create those habits for yourself. Yeah. Because the only person that, that creates disappointment is yourself in your life. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're our any own aspect. hardest critic, right? Of course. Yeah. And I think it deters people from doing so many things. Yeah. If people weren't disappointed about failing, people would fail all the time. Yeah. But that's not the case. Yeah. And I think what you were saying about daily goals is something interesting. Like, I know personally, I think earlier you said something when we were just walking uh, earlier in the day, and you said it's the first 30 days are the hardest. Mm-hmm. And I totally think that that's like really true because like a daily goal I set was because I was talking to a different friend about doing like 100 pushups a day mm-hmm. and because you'll see progress, you know, throughout a month. And I think now yeah. probably at maybe a month straight, but it was so hard for like, especially the first couple of weeks, motivating myself to do that. And just doing that kind of like for somebody that doesn't usually I would never do that many in a single day yeah. before that was hard for the first couple of weeks. Now it's become easier and part of my routine so now it doesn't even feel like a chore but i definitely yeah. think that that's something you talked about daily goals it's something that you can do in a day i mean you know maybe not everybody can do 100 i just start lower before i could try to get to 100 a day yeah but breaking that up and doing that throughout the day i think is something extremely helpful but um it does take that adjustment period yeah and i think when people do something for two weeks and they're like well i missed one day i'm gonna throw it all away right jump right back on it yeah if you missed one day of push-ups what would you do the next day i would just i would probably try to do more than i'd probably try to do like 150 (laughs) yeah and then you jump right back on it yeah because you wouldn't let that one speed bump or that one failure keep you from 
whatever's in the future, yeah. you would just be like, okay, it's in the past. There's nothing, there's nothing else I can do about it. Yeah. I'm just going to learn that I have to maybe do my push-ups in the morning. Don't wait at night because I'll right. be tired. Yeah, yeah. And you take that failure and you go to the next avenue and just that next experience. Yeah, for sure. So I think that wraps up episode one after take three. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So thank you guys for listening. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to future episodes, follow us here. Also, if you want to follow Andrew's movie review page, it's Shine Like Stars Reviews on Instagram. And my travel page, Traveling Under the Stars. And in between each word there, there's a dot. So thank you for listening. And I hope you all have a great day.